Welcome to Sandwiched. I'm Jennifer. I'm a retired teacher taking care of my 95-year-old father. And I'm Sue, and I'm just tired taking care of my 91-year-old mother with Alzheimer's. We're just two of the over 53 million Americans caring for their elderly parents. And if you're one of them, too, tune in to laugh and cry and everything in between. Each week, we'll have special guests and professionals who give their advice about geriatric care, as well as their own stories about their elderly loved ones. Hi, Sue. Hello. (laughs) How was your week? Well, my week was okay, but my weekend was another story. Oh, dear. Saturday was okay by last night. Oh, is it time for a cocktail? Because I'm exhausted. Oh, boy. Yeah, I, um, I work during the week. And so there's a lovely caretaker for my mom. But on the weekends, I'm, I'm with her. Uh, and Saturday was, was okay. But Sunday morning was the wind-up. And uh, it just went downhill from there. She got up, I fed her breakfast, and then went into the bathroom. Toilet wasn't working, trying to figure out what's going on. And I think she flushed her breakfast down the toilet. Uneaten? Or she... Uneaten. Oh, okay. Since my mom has Alzheimer's, I can't even put up a sign that says, bathroom isn't working. So I... Piled a bunch of stuff on top of the toilet, and so I could call our plumber uh, later, not on Sunday. And then walked by later, and she proceeded to take everything off the toilet and use it again. So then the toilet overflowed. Took her to the grocery store, which I try not to do, but I thought, we can do this. And uh, we get there, and I swear to God, and this has been going on for months, and not just with me, her caretaker has told me to. We get into this certain aisle, and there are these pork rind pinwheels in a huge bag, and they're hanging. And like a snack? Or- yeah. Oh, okay. uh-huh. Yeah, they look yeah. like pinwheels, but yeah. they're pork rinds. My mother's never eaten pork rinds in her life. But they're dusted with some kind of spice, and they're very colorful. And literally, every time, here's my mom. Ooh. What's that? And I'm like, pork rinds, mom. What's that? I'm like, you don't want them. But then, you know, and I proceed down the aisle and she turns back and she's staring at the pork rind pinwheels. And this, this goes on every time we go to the grocery store. So yesterday, after the toilet, I was fit to be tied. And so here we go. Ooh, what's that? And I'm like, they're pork rind pinwheels, mother. Ooh. And I thought, you know what? I'm not going to fight it anymore. Just put them in the basket. (laughs) And so put them in the basket, paid for them along with everything else. We get home. I am unloading the groceries. Can I help? She, she can't figure out how to unload the groceries. She puts them in the, the cat food in the dishwasher Anyway, but I'm like, okay, all right. So, you know, she's doing this, she's doing that, and I'm unloading everything, and I hear, what's that? 
And I look around, and she's looking at the bag of pork rind pinwheels. I'm like, they're pork rind pinwheels. Who bought that? So now we have them. I I don't know. I I mean, I can't even offer them to someone. I don't. Would you like them, Jennifer? (laughs) Actually, when my husband and I were on keto for a very short period of time, we were eating pork rind whatever's as snacks instead of potato chips. But why don't you open up the bag and let your mom try it? Okay. I will. Because I'm I'm exhausted. <laughs> but that's not the end. So then, as the day goes on, my mom has to have a job. And there are very little things that she can do at this point. So, And then I'll give her a job. And um, she is distracted after about 10 seconds. So I gave her some clothes to fold. They were dry. Then I see her hanging them on the line. The kicker was, uh, and uh, we haven't introduced this yet in the podcast, but I love animals, and uh, my specialty is herpetology, so I have a lot of, and people might think I'm a freak, but I have a lot of lizards and um, different reptiles as pets, and the reason that I love them is because they don't make any noise, and I like that, but um, I have them... In the pool room, they each have their own habitat with little trees and little cubby holes and dishes that they can drink out of and the whole thing. So towards the end of the day, I walk in and my mother has opened up some of the habitats and taken everything out. And here are these lizards in there. Luckily, they're still in there by themselves. And I said, Mom, what are you doing? Well, I'm cleaning these out. And I said, well, you you don't need to. These are for my lizards. They need this stuff. They're so small. They don't need all of this. Oh. And, uh, and my poor, you know, lizards don't have any brains, but they're like, they're never on the ground. They're always in the trees, and there they are on the ground. You know, and I've got like chameleons and their their oh. eyes go 360 degrees. So I, their eyes are like spinning out of control, like what's going on? And uh, and that was just one of like 85 things that happened <laughs> yesterday. And so I made dinner for her and then she wanted to stay up and watch TV. And I said, no, because I let her stay up and watch TV. And then she falls asleep and she's so heavy, I can't get her upstairs. So I'm like, no, you're going to watch TV upstairs. Well, okay, commandant. <laughs> my mother has Alzheimer's where did that word come from she can't even put a sentence together so I put her upstairs get her into bed I fall asleep 10 o'clock at night the door flies open what's going on <laughs> and I get her back into bed and I that was my day so the day after days like that and I know they probably all string together but does she ever recall anything from immediately prior she doesn't I know short-term memory is is impaired, but will she remember that the lizards no. are there and that the no. yeah no no not at all and that is that's the one good thing about having a family member with Alzheimer's if they get mad five minutes later they forget that they're mad so when it works in your favor it's kind of a nice thing but if it doesn't <laughs> it's, then it's pretty which crappy is, which is most of the time well there is no doubt you have your hands full my friend. And in my case, I just find myself having to run interference with cardboard on any given day. But to give a little bit of a background, growing up, 
we called my father Inspector Gadget way before Matthew Broderick was him. Um, my dad was the kind of person that he, you would have that box in the garage and on the box would be that label as seen on TV, you know, and he had ordered it. He had choppers and little electronics and anything to kind of help you tie your tie or use the last sliver of soap in the shower, whatever it was, he bought it. And it was always like a little joke, but it didn't overtake our lives or anything. And again, we were growing up and it was just kind of a silly little thing about dad. And then fast forward many, many, many decades, he was the, he's the guy that always had the universal remote that could operate all the accessories in the entertainment center. He would always have the top notch calculator from Fedco or something, you know, he just was always right on, you know. So now, you know, once he was in his 80s, he he had a MacBook Pro, he had an iPad, and he knew how to use them for all intents and purposes. He would get a little confused, but the fact that he was able to use them, I mean, he was able to, he was able to use the cable box and the remote control for the DVR and he was able to he records shows. I mean, he's just very facile in all of all of the technology, which most people over the age of 55 a lot of times are challenged. So when he moved in with me in 2014, he had a little studio apartment above our garage and it was attached to an upstairs hallway. So it was part of our home. There was a kitchenette with a sink and a refrigerator and a microwave. Well, he proceeded to purchase a couple of hot plates, a toaster oven, an Instapot and a crock pot. And, oh, and he bought one of these Nouveau ovens, which apparently these, it looked like something from the Jetsons, this <laughs> domey, plasticky oven thing that you could roast a turkey in. Everything's electric, by the way. It just plugs in the outlet. Constantly blowing fuses in our house because he would have the microwave and the Keurig and, you know, the, and the toaster oven on all at the same time. And it was actually cute and endearing me. And the smells, oh my God, he'd be up there cooking like crazy and the smells wafting through my entire house. But he was happily playing with all of his gadgets. Well, then it kind of became this addiction to order things. So the less mobile he became, the more glued to his iPad and Amazon and Walmart and Costco. Those are his three kingpins of ordering online. But when my dad started compulsively ordering things, I started getting very almost disgusted. I mean, I over the cardboard that's being delivered to our home. Well, and if I could interject, it yes. seemed like every time I was over at your house, it's like, doorbell. Oh, are, is somebody else? Oh, no, my dad's having something delivered. And here would come your dad down the stairs. And you would say that like every day multiple times a day. And he was thrilled. That's what was kind of a double-edged sword for me because my sister who lived in the same neighborhood that I was living in, you know, she would pop over and we'd both be, dad, stop doing this. We'll, we'll run you over to Rite Aid if you need a box of Band-Aids for goodness sake. But he's like, it's Christmas every day. And he just was thrilled by this, this power that he had of with his little shaky hand pressing. And sometimes because his hand shakes, he would order three boxes when he meant to only order one. Well, you can never have too many band-aids. Well, true. We do, though. The Red Cross should come visit us if they need extra supplies. <laughs> it really got... I, it really was. I was both humored by it and also getting kind of angry because the doorbell would ring, the dogs would go berserk. I'd go out to a, a box that maybe could hold five loaves of bread, I would open up the box, there'd be all of this bubble, that blown up air filled 
plastic stuff. And in the very center of this box would be one jar of cocktail onions. <laughs> and then I would immediately take a picture of it and text it to my sister. Like, look what came today. And then I would go upstairs like a very, you know, nagging mother to a teenager. And I'd say, dad, why did you need cocktail onions? And he goes, well, I like them in my, you know, cocktail, obviously. Why else do you buy cocktail onions? It's like, yes, but but Ralph's or, or, you know, is right down the street. We could hop in the car. I mean, I'd rather use the gas in the, rather than have more cardboard. It was, it was embarrassing every week at trash day because nothing would fit in the bins. So I would have all this folded up cardboard and en masse on our sidewalk. Every, every week it looked like we had just moved or something. <laughs> so now fast forward and we live in my dad's home right now and, the cans are smaller, the, the uh, recycling can. He just bought an air purifier the other day, and the box could fit me, my husband, and my 115-pound Rhodesian Ridgeback in the box. It's huge. But the cardboard, I'm, I'm both resenting the fact that I haven't bought stock in some packaging company, and I'm, I mean, I know it's biodegradable or something, but it is, it, it's annoying. I'm pulling my hair out. And should I let it? Probably not. Who cares? It's his money. It's his time. It's his iPad. It's his home. It's his right. But why does it bother me so much that he's ordering so much? I mean, and they're little things. And I, I, anyway, I could go on and on ad nauseum. You, you think of any item that's in your pantry, one little jar of something, and he has ordered it. And for some reason, Walmart packs them separately. So there's an overflow. Well, and, you know, my mother does things like that, too. And a therapist or whoever will say, well, just let them do it. Yeah. Right. It makes them happy. Exactly. But they're not living with them. Right. And that's where the difference comes. And the Thank frustration you. level. Yes. And it's processing stuff. I mean, I am constantly processing cardboard. That is one of the main activities Every other day that I do, I process cardboard. I cut it, I fold it, I stow it. I uh, I try to use it for other things, like what, for give up like a donation box, so that I'm using it to take to the Salvation Army. I mean, cardboard is a huge part of my life, and I never ever would have thought something so ridiculous would have been at the forefront of my daily existence. Cardboard, and then I go and look at my dad. He's sitting in his recliner chair, just kind of melting into it. And with his iPad on his belly, ordering yet something else and something else. And I just, I feel like just taking the iPad out of his hands and saying, let's go outside and look at the birds. You've, you have 10 pounds of bird food that you bought and three bird feeders. Let's, let's go enjoy those for a while before you decide to order the next thing. And in all fairness, he does go outside and enjoy his birds and sit on his patio but it's just not as stimulating as staring at your iPad screen being the master of your ordering universe. So anyway, I give up. No, I, I know exactly what you mean. And my mother, it's what's so tragic about Alzheimer's is the loss of memory. And she will repeat the same thing over and over and over and over again. And there was one day where she just kept saying something, not knowing that she was saying it. And that was a very dark day. And it reminded me, you know, having talked to my mom's doctors or, you know, I was in therapy 
Or I talked to, you know, a friend who wasn't taking care of an elderly parent, and they would say, well, just let her do it. But when you hear it for the 15th time, and you're in the house, it's not like... You're kind of trapped in the house. Yeah, it's not like I can get in my car and pedal to the metal and go home, and I'm there. It's just the angst that that you feel over something that when you describe it, somebody else, they think, well, they could just shut it out or they could just look the other way and they could find a use for those cardboard boxes. But when it's every day. And I also think that whether we're parents to our own children or parents to our parents, we rise to the occasion, right? And we think, all right, this needs to get done. No judgment, just clean up, pick up, be patient, let them do what they do. But there has to be some subconscious level of resentment when we see our parents doing these things, because they're our parents. They were the brilliant, smart, all-knowing people in our lives. They raised us. Yeah. it's And then over and over every day, we're constantly exposed to it. I would think that 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 has some effect on our our sanity, really. I thought I'd feel better talking about it, but I don't. Oh, I'm sorry. And if any of our listeners have any things they'd like to share, please feel free to comment. Are there comments on podcasts? Can people comment? Well, if we have an Instagram page. Yeah. Well, we started to set up our Instagram page. So moving forward, we'll get that information in the show notes because we'd love to have a line of communication so that we can hear from our listeners and you can share what type of day you're having taking care of your elderly loved ones. (laughs) 